the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show. I'm so thankful to be with you today. And going into my office, uh, Cynthia, she's sitting there, she says, what are you going to talk about? You're going to go to the show today? And I've missed out on three weeks because just things have been happening, happening, happening. And I really want to have this year close. And I want it to be, I, I want to I end strong, finish the race strong, um, and be prepared for next year. I don't know about you, but that's kind of my plan, is to finalize the things that I've been working on and move into the new year um, with a new chapter. And not always is that possible, but I'm really feeling like I'm I'm kind of coming into that home stretch, and it's a great thing, and I'm hoping you're feeling the same way. And I know we're coming from different places, and all of us are dealing with different things. And, you know, the thing is, is I don't know what you're dealing with, but I can tell you who does, and that's our Heavenly Father. And uh, I, I just find that His plans are so much better than mine. So the subject today is on plans. Um, and, you know, I, I feel it's important that we make our plans, and I do want them to be God's plans, and I want to do what he wants me to do. And I don't know about you, but that's what I want. And so um, when I came in here and I'm talking to the engineer here, and and I, I, I opened up this book called Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence by Sarah Young. For those that are on Facebook Live, which is every week, every Tuesday at one thirty, Facebook Live, um, I opened it up to the day we're on. And I had already had my assistant help me with preparing for today's message. And the Lord always reveals to me, you know, what he wants me to talk about. What is the message today, Lord Jesus? And I opened the book, and uh, I, I just, I don't know why this surprises me so much, but it does. And I'm going to read this because... I said that it's on planning, right? Um, and I asked uh, Cynthia to look up Bible Gateway for uh, this thing, for I know the plans I have for you. And it's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven through 13. And I'm going to read the scripture to you. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me. And I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So when I read that, what do you get out of that? When that scripture is read or when you read it, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, I have it up in my kitchen. And, uh, you know, for me, it's reassuring because he knows the plans. You know, I'm, I need to know the plans he has for me and for you. And he has plans to prosper you. And not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. 
Now, for some of you out there, you're going, deep breath, because, oh, man, do I need to hear that? And do I need to put my hope and my faith and my belief in that? Because right now, it's not looking like that. And there's others that go, yep, yep, he's got it. And I want his plans for my life. So wherever you are in this journey called life, just understand that he has us. But what is, what is it he's asking us to do? It's in the last line. Are you ready to know what that is? Uh, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So that's what we need to do, right? We need to be in that frame of mind of seeking him with all our heart. How do you do that? How do you do that? I know how I do it, but how do you? How are you going to, in this next year, so you could start now, I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions, but I do believe in, you know, planning for us to do better than we did before. So it doesn't start each first of every year or first of every month. It's the first like every day when you wake up in the morning or when you go to bed at night. You're thinking, okay, how was today on a scale from one to 10 uh, around the dinner table, Thanksgiving, Christmas? Okay, go around the table. You know, how was this life? How was this year for you? What were your high points? What were your low points? How was today? What was your high point today? What was your low point today? And what are the lessons that God is teaching you today? These are questions, parents, we can ask our children, you know, spouses, we can ask our spouse because we understand more if we ask the right question and we get that response. And it might be totally different than we're, you know, asking those questions that take after they answer like, oh, what did you mean by that? Or, oh, tell me more about that. And this is how we connect. This is how we build relationships. And the same thing can happen in your workplace. You know, what, what is it you want to do with your life? What, what has been good this year? What has been good this month? And what can we do to improve upon that? How can I help you with that? It's, it's all in how we think. It's, it's in our minds, right? We will be renewed. We will be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So getting back to this plans, right? It was plans I have for you because what I'm realizing, and I'll tell you a couple stories because that's what I do, is that I have my plan. And of course, I want it to be blessed by the Lord. I I want it to be his plan. You know, I want my plans to be his plans and vice versa. And not always does it work out the way I think it's going to. And I'll get into my story in a minute. But when I came in here and I'm setting up my, my area here to talk to you, Um, I opened up this book and I hadn't opened up this book before I opened this book when I'm sitting here, right? And here's what it says. Are you ready for this? My plan for your life. I mean, crazy, right? My plan for your life is unfolding before you. Sometimes the road you are traveling seems blocked. Boy, isn't that the truth? Or it opens up so painfully slow that you must hold yourself back. Then, when time is right, the way before you suddenly clears. Through no effort of your own, what you have longed for and worked for, I present to you freely as pure gift. You feel awed by the ease with which I operate in the world, and you glimpse by my power and my glory. Do not fear your weakness. For it is the stage on which my power and glory perform most brilliantly. Do not fear your weakness. Okay, we are weak. Do not fear it. For it is the stage 
on which his power, the Lord's power and glory, will perform most brilliantly. So, so accept that weakness. It's okay. I'm telling myself this because, you know, I just feel like I'm supposed to be strong. And, and in the Bible, it says, be strong, be with courage. But I don't think it's telling us to always be that way. Because, you know, we have our weaknesses. And it's okay. You feel awed by the ease with which I operate in the world, and you glimpse my power and my glory. Do not fear your weakness, for it is the stage in which my power and glory perform most brilliantly. As you persevere along the path I have prepared for you, depending on my strength to sustain you, expect to see miracles. And you will. You'll see miracles. Miracles are not always visible to the naked eye. But those who live by faith can see them clearly. Living by faith rather than sight enables you to see my glory. To live by faith, not by sight. Sometimes the evidence will show you a certain thing, but it might not be all there is. So we have to stand in faith. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. We live by faith, not by sight. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God. That's John eleven forty. Isn't that amazing? And that's what we're talking about, is that God shows up. We just have to be aware of it. We have to just be desiring it, and it will happen. So Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is that the plans for us is to prosper us, not to harm, and to have a hope and a future. There are three Bible verses to guide you as you make future plans. Three Bible verses. And since we want to, at least I do, and I'm hoping that you're desiring to follow God's lead, I have to tell you that in my life of 60-odd years, that I can plan my own plan and I can have my own path and I walk down my path, but I can tell you that when I follow his path, things just seem to work out better Are they always easy? No. Does it come without pain? Not always. But I have to tell you, there's a calmness in my spirit, knowing that I'm walking in his spirit, that I'm doing his will. And you know, this, it's a higher calling. But I have to tell you that the higher calling is the higher road, I guess. And when you take the high road in things, sometimes it's not easy. But it's best, and in the grand scheme of things, it's better. I'm, uh, I'm going to give you a little story now, and if you're tuning in right now, I just want to say thank you so much for doing so. It's no coincidence that you're here and you found us on the dial or on a podcast or on the Internet or on Facebook. It's no coincidence. You're supposed to be here for a reason. There's a, there's a message here for you, and I'm so thankful for that, and I get excited. I get excited about that. This is the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. And you can go to the website and check it out. There are 12 years of podcasts or radio shows there. And um, there's other things there that could help you in your life journey. And that's the whole purpose of this show. It's the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Uh, when I was thinking about the show and what to talk about and what to call it and, you know, just the whole theme of um, how do I how do I gel this? How do I put it together? And the Lord just revealed to me 
uh, all of the things that have happened up to this point. And if you would have told me 13 years ago that I would be sitting in a studio and I would be talking to you, I probably would have said, uh, what? Um, are you kidding me? Uh, you know, because it wasn't my plan, but it was God's plan. And what I realized, and you will realize this someday, I, I, I would think, um, is that everything that's happened to you, everything that's happened to me, is prepared me for the next assignment and the next assignment and the next assignment. And so every lesson that I learn, every troublesome time, circumstances that I face, I'm called to respond appropriately. And sometimes I'm like, what the heck? But you know what? It's okay. So here's a story I'm going to tell you right now is that a year ago in January, almost a year ago, um, I have a property that Ecola has been uh, had an office in. And um, I got offered a crazy amount of money for this property for a specific purpose. And it was a bundle of multiple properties. So there was a lot involved in this. Um, and they were they were offering me quite a bit of money. I wasn't I wasn't really trying to sell it. But, you know, I guess everything's available for a price. And um, so I was surprised and excited about this uh, whole thing. Um, fast forward, um, it didn't move, it wasn't going. And I was held to this agreement for uh, almost 12 months. And um, I learned a big lesson in that uh, in this escrow situation. And when the company, it's called Duke Realty, and I'm saying it because I think it's important, um, Duke Realty couldn't put this whole thing together. They held me because I, um, on the contract, didn't put an out clause in there stating that you can have it for a certain length of time because it looked very promising that it was going to just go through. And so uh, that's what did not happen because there was um, a couple com- uh, couple homes that w- there was difficulty getting them to sign up. Um, I went first and there was an extra clause in there stating that because I was going first and the risk factor was there that they were going to do a little something special. And uh, now uh, all this time later, um, Duke held, Duke Realty held me to this, this agreement, the original agreement. And even though they couldn't follow through with what the, whole assemblage was, which to me seems like it should be null and void because what they were pursuing to do couldn't happen without getting into extreme detail. Fast forwarding, um, it's been um, purchased by another company and this company's great and they've been really upfront and everything. Um, and that's uh, another company. I think I'll leave that alone for right now. Anyway, so now they're coming to the table when they said that they were going to just, uh, accept the the agreement as it stood, now they're coming back with some changes. And those changes are financially differing. Um, I had gone on a plane because I felt like I wasn't being listened to. I felt like I wasn't being taken seriously. And I felt like they were helping me. This was Duke Realty. I got on a plane and I flew to Indianapolis to their corporate headquarters. They weren't expecting me. I came unannounced and said, hi, my name is, and I'd like to speak to the CEO. The attorney came down and had a sit down with me, was nice enough, but didn't let me uh, get through to uh, anybody that was in the business. Just the lawyer kind of put a halt there. And um, I was told that I really need to speak to the CEO. So I went back up after the conversation happened. I asked that gentleman, because of the inconvenience and everything that had happened, could he get me a lift or something to the airport? And he said, no. I said, really? You're going you're gonna to just not help me here? And I thought that was crazy because their website is extremely 
vocal about being kind and caring and, and whatnot. And I just felt like that was totally out of character for the website. So anyway, I stayed there for a while. I videotaped me being in the reception area. The receptionist was there, and I told her, I'm sorry that you're kind of getting involved with this thing. So after that, um, I asked to speak to the CEO again, and the receptionist uh, was there, and there was a security guard, and the security guard said, no, I'll go get the attorney again. I said, well, I've already talked to the attorney. That's not going anywhere. And he says, I'm going to go get the attorney. So the attorney came back down in a different stance with his arms crossed and um, kind of in a defense mode. And um, after I left there, <laughs> after I left there, things seemed to move forward. There was some action that happened. There was conversation happening and uh, more people were communicating because the, the real problem was is I would email and I would call and nobody would respond back to me. That's the worst thing you can do. And uh, what I told them was is that if anybody, any customer, any client wants to talk to me as a CEO of my company, they have access to talk to me. But they were saying, no, that's not possible um, that's not protocol. And I just thought that was odd. How do you feel about that? How would you feel about that? I just, I find that crazy. Anyway, so here we are now. And um, the lesson I'm learning is, you know, sometimes God's plan, um, there was a timing issue and it wasn't the time for me to move forward in the situation. So I had to put my faith and my hope into the Lord and say, all right, God, you've got this and it's your timing. So because it didn't happen way back when, there was a reason God was holding up for something. And I don't know even right now what that something is, but I have to do a 1031 exchange. It's a tax benefit. And I'm looking for property right now because you have a time limit in which you can do this. Take the money that you get from a sale and put it into a purchase. And uh, so timing wise, I'm in a better place time wise than I was you know, six months ago. So that's good. But I'm still wondering what God's timing is and what God wants me to do with this gift that I feel he's giving me. So with all of that, I'm not even getting into this, um, this message. So, but it is part of the message because I'm having to hold back what I thought was my plan. And I thought it was God's plan, but now he's changing it up. And I, I know he's got, he's got the plan. And I'm putting my faith, hope in that, even though I'm frustrated, feeling anxious a little bit, um, I have to just put my trust and my faith in what I can't see. I mean, you know, what's not seen, because I'm seeing what I'm seeing, but that's not what God's plan is. So I have to change that, and I'm living it. Okay, so I'm talking about what I'm living right now, because my plans uh, maybe are not in alignment with God at the moment, so he's re reconditioning this and putting it in right focus so that um, it's his plan. So I'm going to have to rush through this in order to get through it. But it's good to plan for the future. In doing this, we make sure that we have our footsteps ordered, our resources properly allocated, and our goals carefully laid out. Planning for the future helps us achieve greater things. Would you agree with that? I totally agree with that. There are times, however, that planning for the future is not enough. Various factors affect our plans and cause some of them to be canceled. Still, it's better to have a plan than not to have a plan. Friends, do you know there's a better way to make plans for the future Yes, there is. It's called following God's will, planning according to God's will. Many Christians make plans according to what they want to do. Sadly, not all Christians make their plans according to how God wants them to. How, here are some common approaches to planning. Number one, some Christians think of what they want to achieve, make plans for it, and then pray for it to happen. This approach 
is selfish. It's based on what a person wants. He merely asks God to bless his plans instead of seeking God to obey his will. Number two, I'm talking fast, sorry. Some Christians pray, but don't read God's word before making any plan. Did you hear that? Read God's word. While this approach starts in prayer, it does not continue with God's word without God's guidance. Through his word, our plans likely won't be totally in line with his. Now, maybe that's what's happened with my situation. I'm not sure, but you know, it'll all come to fruition, and it's all going to be clear, I believe, when all this is finished. And I think it's going to get finished before the end of the year. Thank you, God, which is my plan. (laughs) I want to get it finished before the end of the year. Some Christians, lastly, pray and seek God's word for guidance before making plans. Dear Heavenly Father, I want your will to be my will. I want to walk in your walk. I want you in your steps. I want to feel your heart. I want to love people the way you love people. I want to see people the way you see people. That's the prayer. At times, then even ask mature Christians for counsel and input. And then after much prayer, Bible reading and counsel, they proceed to make their plans. Which one are you doing? And do you do all three? Maybe it's that, you know, there's a time for each one of these. But I can tell you that number three is probably the best all the way around. The third approach is the best way to make future plans. We seek God before planning anything. Scriptures to help you plan your future. Are you ready? Because the third approach is the best approach, we will do well to read God's word before making plans. Here are some Bible verses that will help us make plans for the future. Seek Christ above all. Seek him first. Colossians 3, 1, 3. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Make plans by faith in Christ. Have faith in him. Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Don't worry. Just seek to do God's will. Easier said than done, right? Matthew 6.25.34 Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life and what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. It's not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So this is the end of part one of this show. Be a blessing, and we'll be back right after this brief break. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard, or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season. What's your sign? Hi, this is Sue Freeze of Ecola Termite Pest Control, but you can call me the Termite Lady. And I'm Tyson Freeze, manager at Ecola. When pests start mating, they start looking for food supplies. Your pantry, your garage, and a quick infestation can cost hundreds in tainted food. You don't want pests in your house. We know how to find and eliminate them before they can settle in. Call us for our free pestimate at 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Pests hate that we make our service so affordable. Don't let insects and rodents move in. Call E. Cola now, 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. 
E.C.O.L.A. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. E.C.O.L.A. 877-332-BUGS. TermiteLady.com. What would you do if your two-year-old child simply stopped breathing? The day businesswoman and author Sue Freeze discovered her son had developed life-threatening asthma, her life changed forever, sending her on a path of learning, discovery, and environmental activism. Sue's book, Learning to Breathe, chronicles her amazing life-and-death battle for her son Tyson's life, a how-to manual for parents of children with asthma, revealing the secret causes, surprising cures, and the untold truth about harmful indoor allergens. Written with the passion of a loving mother, wisdom of a successful businesswoman, and deep spiritual devotion, Learning to Breathe is a hero's journey for the parent in all of us. If your child suffers from asthma, this must-read book could save your child's life. Life. Learning to Breathe by author Sue Freeze, available on Amazon, or log on to SueFreeze.com. That's Sue, F-R-I-E-S dot com, SueFreeze.com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, Ecola Termite Pest Control, for sponsoring this show. And if you'd like to sponsor this show, I'd love to talk with you. I have a couple people that are wanting to sponsor it, and I'm very excited about it. I just kind of get together with them, and I think we're going to start that in January. But if you want more information, I really know what I'm talking about when it comes to this because I am an advertiser, and I know what it's about. And if you're on the fence and you're just not sure if this is the right medium for you, Try it out with the Sue Freeze Show. I have quite a few listeners. It's pretty exciting. And I cover from San Diego to San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, up there. If you are in a specific area like San Diegans or Venturians or Orange Countyans or LAans, uh, Santa Marians or up even further Santa Barbara or any of that area, um, I have different stations that are syndicated and we can put you on the area in which you are um, located so that you are not going uh, beyond the area in which you could cover because that would be not the best use of your monies and your time. So we can work together and I can help you with that and I would love the opportunity to do that. Learning to Breathe is a book that I wrote and um, Learning to Breathe is available if you'd like to get a copy. It's a great story. It's a, a life journey story about asthma, about my journey with my son. Um, when I receive the Lord, it's, it, there's a lot packed into that with scripture. It's a great gift, actually, and it's available. Just go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, com, and I can autograph a copy for you and get it out, and you can have it. So um, I would love for that to happen. Won't get it before Christmas, though. Darn it, because Christmas has already happened uh, when on the radio when you hear the show. So anyway, um, Facebook, you could get it, but not any other way. But anyway, so um, part one of the show was talking about the plans that the Lord has for us and that it's best to, number one, seek Christ above all else when you're making plans, to make plans by faith in Christ, and don't worry, just seek to do God's will. Uh, easier said than done, yes. Um, and so I'm going to just continue on where I left off on part one. And if you missed part one, and you can just you know go back and look for it and you'll find it. Uh, anyway, so... Um, so why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O you of little faith. 
This is scriptures, right? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall I, we eat? What shall we drink or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. That's a wonderful scripture. I love that scripture. It's not given where that is, and I'm not sure where it is. So seek ye first, right? That's what he tells us to do. You know, I always say, God, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Tell me what to do in my mirror. Tell me what to do with my kids. Tell me what to do in my work and I will do it. And sometimes he says, be still and know that I am God. He doesn't give us the how to do it. But in the Bible, it actually is the rule book for life. It really is. People say, well, how do you know what to do? And how do you know where to look? It's really amazing. Bible Gateway, go there. And if you have a question, you stick it in there and it'll find scriptures for you. And it's, it's really a wonderful tool. I love it. And I use it all the time. But we're, we're called not to worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So we need to be focused on today. doesn't mean not plan for tomorrow, but we need to be focused on today. And that's a really interesting method, message. So why is planning important? Those who fail to plan, plan to fail. Have you ever heard that? I have. And I have met some people, people close to me, that really haven't planned financially for their future. They haven't planned for what ifs. They haven't planned for, well, gosh, what if I can't work? What happens then? And and to me, it's like, that's scary. So have you planned Have you planned for your future? Yes, we live for today, but we have to think about tomorrow. There there has to be something in there that we're planning for tomorrow. Even if it doesn't happen, at least we have a plan. And it might not be the right plan. It might be the plan changes because we want to do God's will, and maybe that plan isn't what God wants. But have a plan. Have a plan of some kind. This is a very commonly recited quote, and there is so much truth in it. Planning allows us to prepare for the things that we can control. Now, as Christians, we know that in the end, God is in control. He has the final say in any situation. But he didn't create us and leave us on earth without choices. He gave us free will and the ability to choose to prepare for our future and his plans for us Or we can sit back and allow life to happen around us. And I know so many people that do that. And if that's you, okay. Is there a tug on your heart right now? Is there something saying, gosh, relationships aren't going well right now. I wonder why. And maybe it's because these people maybe are depending on you. And maybe it's not comfortable. And maybe it's not dependable. And, you know, women like security in relationships, you know, and God's called the man to be, you know, the provider. He's called the man to be the leader. So it's important, men, that you have a plan. And hopefully you're asking God for the plan because you want to be, you are put in a position of headship over your family. Yes, it's a big responsibility and I don't take it lightly. And, and neither should you. I mean, it's, it's, it's a big deal. In life, we will sometimes come to places where it feels as if we are standing still. We may feel stagnant or feel as if our dreams or purpose is never going to be within reach. This is the time when you want to pray 
and plan. Planning provides us with some pretty amazing benefits that help us navigate this human experience better, like planning helps you see your purpose. Who wants that? Hmm. Planning helps us be very specific about our prayers and how we see God. We serve a God who will lead us in the right direction, but he also doesn't spoon feed us. He directs us and gives us opportunity to grow. Planning and setting goals helps us to see the vision and make sure we are prepared for it. Planning helps us minimize idle time. TV is idle time, by the way. Have you ever noticed that you get into the most mess when you are not diligently working towards something? Planning and goal setting helps you ensure that at any given time, you have a purpose, even if the purpose of a particular step in the plan is waiting on God. That's still a plan. It still is. Planning helps you steward your time well. When we plan... When we make the best use of the precious time we are given, we ensure that we are stewarding our time well and increasing our ability to be fruitful. Do you want to be fruitful? How do you do that? Plan. Plan. This doesn't mean we end up striving and being busy. On the contrary, when we plan... We increase our ability and capacity to serve God well and rest in Him. My daughter told me, Mom, you're a maximizer. Okay, and it it hinders me in relationships sometimes because I'm not a time waster. Now, somebody could have a different definition of wasting of time. Sometimes watching a good movie is not a waste of time. I'm purposeful. My steps are counted, you know, my minutes. I only have so many, so do you. And I want to make the the most out of every minute. Okay, Um, does that stress me? Sometimes. But I really want to do the most with every minute that I have because God's given me so many minutes. God is a planner. He had a plan that was formulated at the beginning of time. We were created in the image of God because of these two crucial facts. We can deduce that we are meant to plan. So I have some scriptures here that Cynthia got based on my direction of plans, and um, I've taught her how to do Bible Gateway. It's a great thing. It's just Bible Gateway. If you want to, like, learn more and get in there a little bit, it's a great way to do that. And it's a lot of fun, actually. You can learn a lot. So here's some scriptures that are really good. I I just had a new person that um, was raised Catholic, and uh, he's a cowboy, and um, he... he, uh, He really wants to dive in. He really does. And he's like, okay, where do I start? And I suggested Proverbs. Uh, There's 31 Proverbs, and the last one is about women and being a a good woman, a Proverbs woman. So 31 is that. Um, But, you know, if you go 1 through 31, you've got one per day. So it's a great way to start if you're just getting started to do the Proverbs because I like to have direction. So here's here's Proverbs. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. So it, Proverbs kind of gives you to-dos. He, he gives you the to-dos in Proverbs. And you've got one per day for the month. So for the first month in January, let's just do Proverbs, okay? Let's just start there. 
Well, that's a great way to start. You open up your Bible and you're getting in a habit. It takes 21 days to create a habit. So you've got 31 days to create this habit. There's 31 days in January, by the way. Luke 14, 28, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? Isn't that interesting? See, that's a to-do. See, you have to, you have to work your plan. First you said, okay, what is the plan? And then you work backwards to see if you can make that plan happen. Like I said, I've got this money now. Um, it's not really in my hand yet, but it will be. I'm believing for that. And what am I going to do with that? And it's a gift from God. So I'm going to make sure that I'm going to do something that's going to bring glory to my heavenly father. And I think that that was one, um, little, uh, notch in the clog here of what was holding me back is because I didn't commit to him that I was going to do that with the money, the gift that was here. And I'm like, okay, God. I'm committing that I'm going to do this. And all of a sudden, things started opening up. Plus, I got on a plane and flew five hours to get to Indianapolis, spent the night in a hotel, and the next morning got a ride. Neat story there, and I I, I love it. Um, it was a military woman who was new manager in this hotel. And the night before, I stayed in a, a room that had been sprayed with pest control. How how interesting is that? I slept with a, a towel and a thing over my, my, my nose because I couldn't breathe very well. And yes, I know I could have called and made a, a you know, a scene um, and said, hey, I need a new room. I was so exhausted. I didn't have the, I didn't have the uh, fight in me to even fight that fight. And I thought, there's so many people that live this way. And I just, I, you know, I'm just going to experience this. And the next morning, I had a sore throat. And But I did go in and tell them. And I said, you know, I'm just letting you know because I'm a pest control person. So it was ironic that I'm going through this situation knowing what the smell is. Don't even tell me that it wasn't there because I know it was. And they didn't. Uh, And there was all a new staff. And I have to tell you, the staff, what they do, um, they go above and beyond. I went too late to the breakfast. I was late to the party. And she ended up opening up everything and making me a special meal. And just so delightful. And then the manager, I said, you know, I've got nine-mile walk. A nine-minute walk to this place, Duke Realty, where I had to go. And uh, she goes, no, you're not going to walk. It's too cold for you to walk. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I can get an Uber. She goes, to go nine minutes? No, let me see if I can take you. I'm like, what? And she's a 74-year-old woman, kindest woman. And she got in her car. She made sure it was warm for me. She carried my bag. I said, don't do that. I'm younger than you. She was 74, picking up my luggage, and it was heavy. And I was like, what a blessing. And she left me at the steps of this reception of this realty company. And I walked up those steps with my suitcases. Oh, my goodness, what a story this is. I'm going to put it in my next book. Anyway, so blessed, blessed beyond measure. And they gave me extra points because I didn't complain, but that because of my inconvenience, she made it right. And I thought, how wonderful is this? And I wasn't even asking for that, but they did it anyway, because they want my stay. They want to be have happy customers. And E. Cola wants to have happy customers. So we want to go above and beyond. We want the experience to be as the best it can be. COVID has put a, you know, a, a, a huge hook in all of that, because you know, you don't have people there and trying to get everything done. And you know, our customers have been so patient and so kind to um, be understanding in the situation. And we're in this together. And it's wonderful to have the customers we have 
Uh, thank you, everyone. That is a customer of E. coli. And if you're not, please, we would like to be your first choice. But if not, let us be your second opinion and make sure you get the right company, which we believe is E. coli for sure. Uh, yeah, and we have specials going on, and this is a commercial. I get it, but that's okay. Um, we are hiring, and we need career-minded people, and we want the best of the best. So if you know somebody or if you're that person, I'm talking to you right now. Come and talk to us so we can get you on board with us for a new career. It's a great career, by the way. It is a dirty job, but it's a good job. And we're protecting people's most expensive investment, their homes. And it's really, we take pride in that, and we think it's really a wonderful thing. So... Proverbs 69, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Did you hear that? Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Did you hear that? Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Are you seeing this? These are Proverbs, okay? This is telling you something here. And this is the direction that I want to go. It's a choice that you make, okay? Um, My bookkeeper, Kim, she's been with me 20 years, and she says, yeah, I listen to your show, and you're telling people what to do. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't want people to think that I'm, you should do this, you should do this. But, you know, I I just, my heart, if you understand Sue Freeze's heart, is that I I want God's will in your life. And I want that for me, too. And so when I say you should do this, it's because that's what God's saying that you should do, not because I'm telling you to do it, but because God's designing you and and directing you in the paths in which you should go. And so I am expressing it from his point of view. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I have put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. Is that you? Are you doing that? That's Psalm, not Proverbs, but it's Psalms. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. You know, um, I have a gentleman who works for me and um, he just had a favorite person in his life just die. And he's just devastated. He's going through all this process of loss. I just had to put my dog down of 16 years. And I have to tell you, I haven't cried that hard in so long. And it's a dog, but you know, these, these dogs and these people, you just don't realize what you have until they're gone. So note to self and note to you, you don't have any promises of tomorrow and the people that you love, you have no promise of them for tomorrow. So make the most of today, plan for the future, but make the most of today. That was the Holy Spirit talking. Thank you, Jesus, for putting that in my heart and in my mind right now to remind us that these relationships we have, hold them dear to your heart. Understand they're not forever. It brings tears to my eyes and I'm choked up because I just, I love my, my relationships, my employees, my friends, my family, And they mean so much to me. And I know that you feel the same about yours. And this holiday season is a time to pull together and to be together. Mask or no mask. Temperature or no, I mean, you know, take your temperature. And if you're sick, stay home. Stay home. Don't get anybody else sick. Stay home if you're sick. But if you're well, your relationships are so vitally important. 
Do not wear yourself out to get rich. Do not trust your own cleverness. That's another Proverbs. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. All this, all this also comes from the Lord Almighty, whose plan is wonderful, whose wisdom is magnificent. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Do you believe that? These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. Do not envy the violent or choose any of their ways, for the Lord detests the perverse, but takes the upright into his confidence. Let us look at what the Bible says about planning for the future, planning for your future on earth. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. If the Lord wills. The people addressed in this passage are assuming that they will live and do well in the places they go to, but they forget that tomorrow may never come. Therefore, that is why James tells them and us to take our plans to God. Why should we take our plans to God? Because God knows what is best for us. Okay, some of you don't believe that. Some of you are questioning that. I get it. Is there really a God, you might be asking? That might be where you are. Ask him to reveal himself to you. Ask him to bring people around you to confirm that he's real. Ask for a sign. Ask for it. Because God knows what is best for you. You can't assume that you will even be alive one minute from now. But you can assume that God knows what is best and that by following his lead, you will ultimately arrive in heaven safe and sound. Do you believe there's a heaven? Do you believe there's a hell? There is. There's a hell and there's a heaven. Where do you go when you fall asleep? Where do you go when you die? Do you just fall asleep? Is there nothing else? I ask that question when I get in an elevator, complete strangers. Do you know where you go when you die? I mean, what do you think? What happens? People are going, oh, wow, that's heavy. That's heavy. Well, you know, our life is, we're living this life, right? And those aren't the questions that we should be asking. You know, what, are, what do we believe? A friend of my son's right now, I had a, a, a nice talk with her. and She's a delightful human being, a delightful human being. She does yoga. She, she, um, she believes in reincarnation. So I asked her specific questions about that. And it was a really delightful conversation. She was open, no defenses. I was open, no defenses. We're just sharing our thoughts and feelings. And it was a wonderful conversation. But I believe both of us um, in having that conversation, no judgment, no judgment, is we opened up the thought process of what could be. Or, hmm, that's an interesting concept. And what does the Bible say? 
my stepfather, before he died, he said, I don't want to know. Well, not right before he died, because right before he died, um, he wanted to, to, to see me again. And I had a decision to make on whether I wanted to do that again. And I chose to, and I'm glad I did. Sometimes we have those tough decisions, don't we? And I choose relationship every time over anything else. You know, ego should not have any place. Relationships are more important. I didn't get into the whole message here, and so maybe it'll be next week's message. Be a blessing. Please be present with your presence. Oh, in Jesus' name, I just thank you, Lord. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. God bless you. And for those that are listening on Facebook, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Oh, my goodness, it's great. And 2022 is going to be fantastic. It's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.